Anyway, more devastating news. Oh, God. This? Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And happy, happy new, new year. year. Woo! It is uh, January 1st, 2020, 2020. Four. God damn. Who allowed that to happen? I don't even want to talk about it at this point. So are we feeling a little fragile today? Both of us are, yes. <laughs> that would be an accurate statement, Rose. We may have, uh, you know, done a little drinking last night. We indulged. Um, we had some Prosecco and mm. we actually had a lovely New Year's we Eve did. surprise. What was the New Year's Eve surprise? So we heard some noises coming oh, from fireworks. outside. Yeah. And we're like, let's go on to yeah. Rory's balcony. So I had people over at my place mm-hmm. because I hate going out on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Because it's just, I don't know. I always feel like there's always something big. Yeah. And it's always expensive and and then it's like impossible to get a cab or Uber after. It's probably overpriced. It is overpriced. Daniel's looking at me because I'm flailing my arms and he thinks I'm going to disconnect the mic. It stresses me out, guys. <laughs> Wait till you guys, you know what? I know I keep promising this blooper reel. Actually, remind me this time, Rose. I want to show you what I have so far. Daniel, I and- can't remind you of everything. You are a grown ass <laughs> man. You're going to have to figure it out yourself. Um, <laughs> but like literally there's like so many clips and I'm like, there's probably hundreds of clips of Rose being like, ah! <laughs> and Daniel thinks uh, this is one way to piss, piss off Daniel mm. is to flail flail about mm-hmm. and then disconnect the, don't even <laughs> don't even tempt it Rose anyway so then we yeah we were celebrating and then of course the countdown happened and then we hear fireworks loud noises yeah we're like what the hell Which we knew there were fireworks yeah. going on in the city but I had a very nice view you had like the perfect, perfect view of the fireworks perfect view of the fireworks yeah. Um, at first we're like is this someone because ba- we knew the fireworks were happening in a certain location mm. but like I didn't think that I, I would be able to see it but now yeah. it makes sense yeah but yeah at the time I was like I don't think I'd be able to see it but then like it was very much visible yeah yeah <laughs> And at first we're all like, is this someone's backyard? And then we're like, no. And then and then the fireworks started getting more and more elaborate. And I was like, okay. It took me longer to convince than everyone else. Because I was determined. Yeah, you're that like, it's someone's backyard. It's just because of the location. I didn't realize the park was so far left versus mm, right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I thought it was way further right. Yeah. So I was like, this is like they're not the right spot. Anyway, long story short, we got a beautiful view of the fireworks. It was, it was super lovely. nice. Yeah. We <clears throat> had a bit too much to drink, do you think? We had some soju. We had some wine. Actually, I didn't have too, too much, but I was definitely feeling it today. Oh, yeah. I woke up this morning and I was like, not like hungover. Well, I guess a little bit. I just felt like tired. Mm-hmm, just really mm-hmm. tired today. Yeah. And kind of grumpy. Which is the perfect combination for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, and tired. today we're talking about some really awesome news, you know? <laughs> <gasps> So um, before we jump in, just make sure you check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the savage podcast for exclusive episodes every month Mm -hmm. and ad free content and (laughs) and you get every episode a week before everyone else. And there's just like you can chat with us. And you get a shout out in the beginning of the show. You get shout out. So check it out. It's patreon.com slash the savage podcast. It's linked Mm -hmm. below. Now, shall we jump into the horrifying stories? Let's let's get the year started. Let's with <laughs> de- let's deep dive, guys. We're starting the year off right in oh 2024. 
So 2024. Anyway, mm-hmm. and let me know if you guys are excited for 2024. Oh, mm-hmm. and New Year's resolutions, Daniel. Right. So um, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, like in other New Year's, you know, in the four years that we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is insane. I'm not over that fact. I know. it's It blows my fucking mind. This also means it's basically four years since COVID started as well. Pretty which much, I yeah. think we talked about. Yeah. yeah. Continue. Um, so basically. Basically. Um, I don't really have a New Year's resolution, but it's interesting because my my thing that I'm trying to do this year, which I guess could be a resolution, is I just don't want to order takeaway so much. Because <laughs> I feel like what I've been doing, especially the last like, couple of months, I've just been getting like lazy. Mm. Where like, because cooking is not that hard. Like it, it, it is, it is kind of like you have to think of ingredients and blah, 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 blah. But like overall, like I'm, a, I'm an okay cook. I can cook like, yeah. you know, stuff. And because the apps just make it so easy now, mm-hmm. it's literally so ridiculous. Like even back when my parents used to order, like we would order food and stuff, we'd have to like call the restaurant. Yeah. We'd have to do all this other stuff. We'd have to get cash ready. Like it was more of a production. Whereas I can be watching TV, hit like three buttons yeah. and in 20 minutes food arrives at my door. <clears throat> like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So my new year's resolution is I'm not going to, I'm going to, I've deleted the, the um, delivery apps. And my thing is I'm going to, not that I'm not going to ever order food, but it's going to be for like an occasion. Like if I have like, if Rose comes over, we have like a pizza night, then I'll order from, from the apps. Mm. But other than that, like I was finding, I'm just ordering it for myself. Yeah. And it's like each time it's like at least 30, $35 when you you add everything in. And I'm like, okay, I'm spending $35 on like just random shit that I'm eating. On takeout. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, no, like I know even, even if I want to get like, you know, fast food or something. There's a couple of fast food places near me. I can just go walk there. You sure, know what I mean? And if sure. I really, really want to get it. How much did you want to uh, order delivery this morning? Actually, surprisingly, I... Oh, because you had food ready. I had meal prepped a lot, guys. <laughs> there you go. So the I, magic of meal prep. Exactly. I cooked a massive uh, vegan stew and then I also did my go-to pasta. Mm, which well, is Which what? is Rose's four ingredient um, <laughs> Alfredo, Alfredo, which is literally like... <laughs> crack it's so good <laughs> did you have that this morning i did yeah i heated it up with some ketchup of course oh um, guys <laughs> this is just there's something psychotic about daniel's love for ketchup we need to talk about it no we don't okay? it's a problem i just really just like, imagine guys beautiful cashew alfredo it's nice and creamy mm-hmm. and daniel just pours ketchup on top it wasn't poured it was a light drizzle and, okay we need to talk about this in the comments as well Daniel puts ketchup on his mac and cheese. And I know some people do it. A lot of people do it. A lot is a stretch. <laughs> I think there's something severely wrong with that. I know. It's just, I love like, <laughs> I just like, I just love like sauce. <clears throat> I know, but it's, it's like, it's, I like sauce too, but there's already sauce <laughs> and you're putting more sauce on top of sauce. Because Rose, I'm a sauce queen. Oh my God. You know this about but me. But it's okay? like, you know, it's like, like when you used to eat meat, right? Like, did you put ketchup on your steak? Uh, mm, yeah, I probably did actually. Oh my god! Yeah, <clears throat> this is just I'd have ketchup. An abomination. I know I'd have ketchup when my parents used to do like a roast dinner. Oh my god! I would have ketchup <laughs> with it. It's giving basic bitch white man. <laughs> it's, it's giving basic white boy. Very white boy. <laughs> um, this is just something Rose. You're just gonna have to learn to accept about me. I just you know it's it's a good thing we're not dating because you know it would be a red flag for sure. <laughs> I was gonna say like my boyfriend, whoever God God help him. Um, God help him. Hopefully God. he's not a food snob like me. I know. <laughs> Could you imagine if I end up like with a chef or something? And oh he's my like, god! And you would... start putting ketchup all over everything. Yeah, he'll be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> I like I sometimes I for I forbid him from using ketchup sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, you cannot be putting ketchup on this delicious thing. Listen, I love ketchup, but yeah. there's a time and a place, Daniel. There is. Where you're going to have to learn to have some boundaries with ketchup. Oh, God. Maybe that should be one of your news resolutions, you know? Enjoying the food for what it is yeah. instead of just dousing it in ketchup. 
and sauces. Um, <laughs> sauces but, are fine if it goes together, you know? Ketchup goes with everything. Um, it really does not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my, that's my like kind of New Year's <laughs> thing. I also, and it, it's interesting because like I'm, I'm just like reflecting on the, the last year and I also kind of want to like, um, just basically, not that I want to go out less, but I want to be more purposeful when I go mm. out. Like I'm not just going to like go randomly. Like if I'm, if I'm meeting a friend for dinner, that's one thing. I'll still continue to do that. But it's just like these like random things where I'm just like grabbing shit that I don't need. And like, okay. I'm going to try to like, you know, like right. cut back on the spending is what you're saying. Yeah. A little mm. bit. And it's interesting. Cause like I was reflecting on this and I was thinking, you know, <clears throat> I, I saw an article and I couldn't find it when it talked about how given all this stuff that's going on right now with inflation and, you know, obviously cost of living crisis globally, like in a oh. lot of, um, like, w- like what Westernized places, oh. like it's just like getting crazy and people are really starting to cut back. And they were saying that like the industries, like, you know, the consumer like spending and all that kind of stuff, like with retail and also with like restaurants and everything, they're now the last like quarter of this year. They're really starting to feel the, the impact of people pulling back. <clears throat> like you mean in Q4? Yeah. So, so is the data out like in terms of how much people, cause obviously Q4 is when people spend the most money. Yeah. So is the data out? I don't know if it's out it yet. No, I just, think, I just think it was like a sentiment or something. Cause I was feeling. wondering about like Christmas. Cause obviously during yeah. Christmas people buy gifts and I was like, I, I, I'm wondering if people are cutting back on that as well. We could Google it. We could. Shall we Google? Oh God damn. This episode is brought to you by Compliment. Compliment Essential is the ultimate multivitamin made for and by plant-based eaters. Optimize your health with the eight critical vitamins, minerals, and omega-3s, proven hard to get through a plant-based diet alone, all in one easy to take capsule. I've been taking Compliment Essential for months now and it makes it so easy to make sure I'm filling in all my nutrient gaps. If you're looking for the multivitamin for plant-based eaters, make sure to check out Compliment Essential. Go to lovecompliment.com. That's L-O-V-E-C-O-M-P-L-E-M-E-N-T.com and use code SAVAGEPODCAST, S-A-V-E-G podcast to get 15% off your order and save even more by subscribing so you never miss taking your vitamins. Be sure to check out their other awesome products like vegan protein powder, gut nurture, and daily greens. Once again, that's lovecompliment.com and use the code SAVAGEPODCAST to save 15% off compliment products. Thank you so much to Compliment for supporting this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, it's not really telling us yet. I'm sure we'll find out soon. But yeah, I, I, I'm sure it would have decreased a bit because yeah. as we talked about, like we, we saw so many sales because um, usually... You see the sales like after, I don't know, like it's Boxing Day. I don't think it's in the U.S. actually. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like a Canadian and I think U.K. thing mm-hmm. where basically the day after Christmas, the 26th, is like our Black Friday. Yeah. And like you have all these sales because obviously people buy stuff up to Christmas. Right. And then you like stop spending. So this is like a way to increase spending. But I remember when I was like Christmas shopping this year, I'm like noticing so many sales, like people literally being like Boxing Week sale. I'm like, it's literally the 21st. Like, yeah. Well, and it, you're right. It was crazy because because yeah. for a while it was just Boxing Day. Then, yeah. then it became Boxing, Boxing Week. Week. But that was after, like, after from Christmas. the 26th onwards. But the, you're right, this year, it, uh, yeah. it was like the first week of December. And it yeah. was like, so blowout Boxing off. Day. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, I've never <laughs> seen, like, the, like even we did our little gift exchange and stuff. And, yeah. like, what I got for you, it yeah. was, like, more than 50% off. I was, like, more than half off. But also, I'm like, is it really 50% off? Or did you mark up the but original is, retail price? This is the thing. It's because of all this inflation and shit. Like... 
I don't know what's going on anymore. Exactly. I don't really trust that it's actually 50% off, yeah. but at least it gives the mm. illusion that it is. But it, it, you know, honestly though, guys, with everything going on, it makes sense. Like if you think about like what your day-to-day spending is, your rent, your bills, and your food, like those are your main kind of expenses. Sure. Every single one of those has gone up for everybody pretty mm. much, right? So th- if you're earning the same as you did last year, obviously you're going to be spending less. Like there's just yeah. no way to... And then on top of that, factor in all the you know huge layoffs that a lot of companies have done as well. Yeah. You're going to have a huge cutback in spending. And it's so ironic because... Like these businesses, like these companies doing the layoffs are eventually going to be hurt as well yeah, because yeah. of the layoffs that they did. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's fucked up. I know. Yeah. Anyway. So you're going to tighten up the purse strings even more. Yeah. God damn. I don't want to know what that looks like. <laughs> going to be eating ketchup out of the bottle. <laughs> that's my, that's my lunch. That's your treat. <laughs> that's my treat guys. All right, guys. So we got to talk about this. Okay. So over the last week, how many days has it been? It's been just a few days. Mm-hmm. Ah, <sighs> very sad news coming from South Korea, my home country. Dang, what, be, go- what, what, what be going on in the land okay. down, down, not, not down under, um, across well, the pond? I'm sure a lot of you guys know the movie Parasite. I'm sure at this point, a lot of you have already heard this news because it's yeah. kind of world news at this point. Yeah. But basically the movie Parasite, which I think came out in 2019, I want to say. Yes. Or at, at least it won an Oscar in 2019 for best film. No, I think it won. The, I think it actually won the Oscar. In yeah, it won an Oscar. Oh, okay. But I Whatever think it came it out in 20. Yeah. So it won an Oscar for, for best film, which mm-hmm. was it was like a groundbreaking moment because it was the first foreign language film to win an Oscar right, right, for right. best film. Yeah. Anyways, Which is shocking because yeah. there's so many good foreign films out there. I remember at that time also there was all all this talk about like should it even win an Oscar yeah. because it's like not in English. I'm like, I oh know. my God. It was so stupid. <laughs> anyway, so the movie uh, stars an actor called Lee Sung-yoon. So he plays, if you guys watch the movie, he plays the dad mm. of the rich family. Okay. Yes, yeah. And if you haven't seen pa- Parasite, please, please watch it. Okay. It's, it's on like Netflix now or something. It's on Netflix. Yeah. I think it's on a lot of streaming platforms. Yeah. Please watch it. It's, it's so good. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. <clears throat> so Lee sung who is the actor in Parasite, he unfortunately passed away mm. a few days ago. Um, I think like December 27th or something oh like God, this. Oh God, right around Christmas too. Right I after know. Christmas. That's so sad. Um, well, to be fair, Christmas and in Korea isn't like a huge deal, but still, yeah. like it's just sad. So he passed away from suicide, unfortunately, mm-hmm. because okay. So we're gonna dive deep into this, okay? okay. So basically, Lee Sung Yoon, um, what has happened was his case is like blowing up because a he's like a really famous actor in Korea. He's yeah. obviously kind of world famous because of his involvement in yeah. Parasite, but in Korea he's been an actor for a long time, and basically. In the last few months, starting like maybe October, I think, he's been involved in this like drug scandal. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> now, Korea, South Korea, is very strict when it comes to drugs, which I find very hypocritical because, again, I hate when countries are like, oh, drink as much alcohol as you possibly can. Yeah. Yet, if you do some other drug to alter your state of consciousness in a different way, that's like illegal yeah. and immoral. You're a bad person. Yeah. And that's kind of like the public sentiment toward drugs. And also like you can get, you can literally get jail time for like taking marijuana. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he um, got into the scandal. The I'm not exactly sure on the specifics of the scandal, mm. but basically he got into this huge scandal, which was like a big media frenzy Yeah, because he got accused. Okay. Of taking drugs, going to this like, I don't know, some kind of, um, was it like a brothel or mm. something or some kind of like bar that's a little bit, you know, 
a little, sh- little, little shady. A little shady. Yeah. And essentially, he was, uh, yeah, accused about about that. The whole story broke out. He started getting, like, being investigated, and they took him through three drug tests. Mm-hmm. All of them came out negative, and yet they. C- continued to push the issue push the issue continued to release more information and uh he lost like all his brand deals all his like mm. you know movie deals like whatever you know all his work essentially do you know why like initially not why <clears throat> but do you know who was like leaking all this stuff and who so was there there's Basically, I've heard that he's been getting blackmailed by mm. the manager of this bar, of this like hostess bar or this, um, okay. you know, whatever this brothel, whatever this is, because I guess like the ele- the allegation is that they um, like he went back to her place and there was like drugs going on mm. in her place. And so I heard that she was blackmailing him initially. Right. So really, instead of investigating that, the police was focusing just on, oh, you did drugs, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And... <clears throat> But really, there's nothing to like fully substantiate the claim. Yeah. And even uh, honestly, maybe he did like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I just feel like it's just so if he did, that's his business. That's Mm. your business. Like you should be dealing with that yourself. And obviously he's a married man. So that's another it adds another element of the controversy. And apparently we as a public have, you know, the right to just probe into these people's lives. Mm. And in Korea, it's like, I know that we, we kind of talked about this yesterday, but basically like in, in like, you know, we talk about cancel culture in like Hollywood or in, you know, in the Western world. Yeah. I feel like cancel culture in Korea is like 10 times worse. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's a real cancel culture where like you literally lose everything. Yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> one of the, one of the things that people were saying was that um, he had this huge financial burden as well because he lost all of these acting gigs. And, and I guess, deals. and brand deals. And it wasn't just that he lost it, but I guess there's something in the clause that says, like, for example, like if you do something to tarnish your reputation, you have to repay stuff. You have to repay stuff. So he was owing, I, th- I don't know, like him and his agency was probably owing millions of dollars. Right. So that's another factor to take Fuck. into consideration. And this is all based on just allegations, right? Like, yeah. what happened to innocent until proven guilty? Yeah. So anyways, another element to this, which I did not know about this, but also it's not that shocking, Mm. but my parents were telling me this and I started reading up on this. Now, some people say it's a conspiracy. Right. I would argue, I mean, I'm sure it is, I'm sure it's not fully proven, but that's like saying, you know, I mean, let me tell you what it is Yeah, tell us, tell us, tell us. So basically, when, okay, Korea is very corrupt. There's a lot of corruption in Korea, just like many countries, okay? Yeah. Um, Korea is a lot of corruption and Korean politicians have a lot of tie i mean they're, they're tied to the media you know they're all in bed with each other yes tied to the media big, cor- big corporations they, yes they're tied to the the police and mm. everything is just very you know tied together incestuous <clears throat> a little bit yes mm. and what uh happens allegedly is that there are sometimes political scandals, right? Yeah. So let's say the president of Korea is under, you know, scrutiny for bribery or something. Yeah. Or right now, I think there's some kind of scandal. There's a bunch of scandals going on, political scandals, where like the president's wife, so like the first, what is it called? The first lady. Mm. She is un, un, under another like sort of corruption or political, I don't know, some kind of scandal. Yeah. And when these political scandals happen, what they do, what the politicians do, is that they will release information or leak information about someone 
that like someone like a celebrity mm. that is high profile that will shock the public to 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 drive focus to, away exactly yeah to basically so that the media will focus on something else right and also th- there's all, let me read you some stuff okay so there's a I think this is a K- Korean um, organization Dis- dispatch claims that the late Lee Sung Yoon became the sacrificial lamb of the police and the media. Mm-hmm. So basically, so this media outlet dispatch um, said, let's see here. So basically, they're basically saying that this guy, this this actor became the sacrificial lamb, mm. as in we're just going to use him for whatever our political reasons are, you know, our corruption, mm. whatever we need to do. So Incheon Police Agency, which is like the police in Seoul, mm. a part of Seoul, uh, or Incheon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My brain is half-braining. <laughs> um, you hung over, Rose? So, Incheon is like basically... it's. I think it's part of Seoul, but it's kind of like where the, where the airport is, essentially. Right, you know okay. what I mean? Okay. So, anyways, the Drug Crime Investigation Unit posted a report on the progress of the case, which is like this drug scandal, okay? Mm-hmm. The plan was to investigate drug use cases involving famous celebrities and those working in Gangnam's top 1% entertainment establishment. Mm-hmm. So, the starting point of the incident is Bar Madam Kim Oh, oh, I don't know what that is. Basically, the person that the manager. Okay, yeah. and in the process of checking drug intelligence about Mr. Kim, the police came up with the name of Lee Sung Yoon, who it, and basically it said that he took drugs such as marijuana. Mm. How dare he yeah. at Kim's residence? And and seven people, including Kim, administered. I said this. This translation is not the best. No. Um, they did not investigate her at the time either. It says the police did yeah. not investigate yeah. uh, Kim. We'll call her Kim. Yeah. Bar Madam Kim. So there's corruption. Yeah. And all of this stuff. And let me read you. Now, this is from Reddit. Okay. So take that with a grain of salt. Mm. Do your own research. This is alleged. Yeah. Okay. But apparently this is in Korea. My parents were telling me this. In Korea, it is kind of common knowledge that this happens. Yeah. Okay. So every time some kind of political scandal, you know, happens, mm. there's some kind of huge uh, you know, high profile celebrity or someone mm. well known that gets targeted. And I guess and again, like I think the current president of South Korea, he's very, very he's basically like Trump. Okay. Like he's kinda like the Trump, you know, yeah. equivalent. And he was, I think, like a former prosecutor. Mm. And I guess prosecutors in Korea have a lot of power mm. and they're very like, you know, high up in society. I don't exactly know how it is in other places, mm. but it seems that prosecutors have, I don't know, all kinds of power and they will just like go after. Like they are ruthless. Like mm. when when they target you, they will target you. Like yeah. they'll go after your family, your assets and everything, your entire public image. Yeah. They will try to ruin your life. Essentially. If, the, if the public's aware of this though, and this is like a commonplace thing in Korea, like do they not kind of like challenge it? Well, I'm sure sense? there's, I'm sure it's divided in, in terms of like where you lay in the political sphere. Right. And also like, I don't really know exactly how this works. Mm. Okay. Cause but like people our, also eat it up, right? Yeah. Like, the media true. comes out and you're like, Oh my God, how could this like, you know, family man with a squeaky clean image. Be at a brothel uh, yeah, be, doing, exactly. doing marijuana with a prostitute. Exactly. So it's like, and then they tarnish his image mm. and then everyone, and then the, the netizens go after, yeah. after him. So it's like, it's basically an entire like thing. So let me read you this Reddit post. Oh, it's good. Did you see this part here? It's that the truth of uh, the truth about this case is not being told on the English internet. It was not yeah. about drugs or cheating. Foreign Western media is pushing a false narrative because they don't understand what's actually going on in Korea. Yeah. 
So there's very little actual information outside of Korea about what the situation is and what it's actually like and why it ended in a tragedy like it did. Mm-hmm. Here's the truth. Oh, God damn. <laughs> this Reddit post, um, we'll link it below, I think. I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, corrupt prosecution office created and pushed celebrity scandals to cover up political scandals. Okay, like we just discussed. Mm-hmm. Lee Sung-yoon was made into a scapegoat to divert attention away from the political scandals. He was a victim of the prosecution service. Like mm-hmm. I said, like the pros- prosecution, prosecutors, again, have a lot of power. immense power and then they will do things in their favor. Um, anyway, basically, the Korean prosecution office has extraordinary powers yeah. and all investigations are under their control. They have so much power that they can cover up a crime or bring the power of state. Um, of this state on anybody mm-hmm. even the tebar okay so tebar is like i think people i think it's people that are like extremely rich in korea right or they have like old money i think that's what tebar means so it says even the tebars are scared of them essentially if the oh my god what is in my ah in my laugh maybe you just need to ca- keep am your eyes i think you just need to keep your eyes closed okay. for the rest of this podcast okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do just that oh, okay damn. so uh, where was i where was i <laughs> Um, okay, so they have extreme powers. And, okay, essentially, if the prosecution targets you, mm. that's it. You're done. You're done for. No amount of wealth can save you. They even drove a former... See, this is the thing. They even drove a former president to suicide by targeting everybody around him. So if you guys don't know this, many years ago, not that many, maybe like 10 years ago, mm. maybe a little bit more than that, uh, one of Korea's presidents mm-hmm. um, was involved again in like a... I think it was like a bribery scandal. Yeah. And the thing is like this president was like very loved by a lot of like people Mm. because he was like, he came from a very humble background. Like he was like a human rights lawyer. Mm. He was very like against, you know, corruption. And then he got involved in some kind of bribery scandal. And I'm not even sure if it Mm. was proven. And I mean, it's also quite interesting because every Korean president essentially you know, participates or who there's can, some who, level of bribery. Yeah. Who controls the prosecution service? Well, they're all like, I think they all, the, the politicians, I think they're all like connected. Okay. But the, cause then, cause then you said like, for example, <clears throat> former, former uh, president of Korea. Right. But he was in the left wing party and I don't think he had much connections compared to, for example, the current president right. was a former prosecutor. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So right, some right, people right. are obviously more corrupt than others. I yeah. don't actually know. So yeah. I don't actually know if anything was proven yeah. with um, the old president. Uh, but essentially he was under this like political uh, under this scandal and this mm. investigation. And again, when you are in this investigation, they are, they will just con- continuously investigate and it, it, it like probably drives someone crazy. Of course. And then he jumped off a cliff. Fucking hell. Mm-hmm. And it was very, very sad. I still remember that day. Whew. Mm. Anyways. So he got targeted as well. So the current sitting president, you, maybe this will explain Um, again, guys, look this up. I don't know if we mm. can find this information. I was trying to find more articles about this. Mm. Um, but the current sitting President Yoon is the former head of the prosecution service. Mm. There you go. This means President Yoon is now personally controlling all the all-powerful prosecution office. Mm. The president's wife had been embroiled in many scandals, including stock manipulation when he was the head of the prosecution and taking bribes since he became president and diverting national highways towards their lands to enrich themselves. Mm. Um, if all of these were properly investigated, there's a good chance he'll be impeached and both would be thrown in jail. So what does he do? Divert attention. 
Historically, it has been the case that the politicians would force the press to create a celebrity scandal whenever a political scandal came to divert attention, came up to divert attention. Mm. This is a well-known pattern in Korea. It is even worse in this presidency, probably because he's a former prosecutor, head of the prosecution office. This is reinforced by the fact that the news articles came out even before a formal investigation had even started on Lee Sung-gyun and G. So G Dragon is another artist that's under like a drug investigation. Right. So I guess what they're saying is so they, even they, before they even had a formal investigation, they started pushing out media. news, yeah, which is crazy. In the video, you can see... Oh, so there's a video he linked. Yeah. Uh, you can see the clip of President Yoon admitting that the accused end up committing suicide because the prosecution have their foot on their necks, which makes them afraid and feel like they have no hope of escaping. Yoon is literally on video admitting that forcing people into suicide is a tactic used by the prosecutors. Holy shit. What the both Lee Sung-gyun and G-Dragon did multiple tests and came, and they all came back negative. negative. But the prosecution office kept leaking unsubstantiated stories relating to his alleged drug use. For example, the allegations came from a woman that he reported for blackmailing him, completely unsubstantiated and from a dubious source. So basically, the blackmailing woman yeah. leaked information, yeah. which is obviously kind of like fucked Shady, up. Shady, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like, especially if he already reported her as blackmailing him. Exactly. And they're like, oh, well, and actually. they're taking her word for it. Exactly. It's like if someone was blackmailing you, Rose, and then they were like, oh, well, let's just talk to the blackmailer <laughs> yes. about what Rose is doing. And of course, they're going to make exactly. up some fucking bullshit. Instead of investigating the blackmailing yeah. a- aspect. Yeah. And despite repeated negative drug test results, the news outlets and the prosecution continued to hound Lee to the point where he took his own life. Lee realized that he was marked and there was no escape. That the prosecution will continue to go after him and everybody around him including his friends and family that is the real reason why he took his life not the cancel culture bs online well i'm sure i mean that's a speculation yeah i'm sure it's a it's a combination it's a combination of everything yeah um but i do think like probably at this point you're probably like Mm -hmm. i'm fucked there's nothing i can do to save myself there's also a famous korean far-right youtube channel called something who um exposed personal details of Lee Sung-gyun and it was revealed um, that they were personally gifted items from President Yoon himself. That's so fucked up. Mm. Um, this channel is well known for maliciously spreading lies about celebrities, politicians, and other public figures. Mm. Um, blah, blah, blah. To someone outside Korea, it may draw skepsis- skepticism because very few people actually know much about Korea and it's so different from what you've been told. But this type of corruption and behavior from politicians is common knowledge in Korea. Well-known Korean political commentators echo the same thoughts. Furthermore, many Koreans have been at, have been speaking out against this. A lot of people know these drug scandals are always lies to divert attention. Mm. Although there's a percentage of the public that were brainwashed by the fake news, a large percentage of Korean public are smart enough to see through this corruption they know Lee Sung-gyun and G-Dragon were unfairly targeted and many support the dismantling of the prosecution office so I don't think Korean public should be blamed for Lee's suicide that's mm. interesting who actually should be blamed and who should point the finger who you should point the finger to is the corrupt sitting President Yoon and the prosecution office they have blood on their hands god, god damn these are strong words and strong this <clears throat> is there's this is quite the scandal in Korea it's quite insane yeah that's why it's so sad to me because it's like okay the thing is we've talked about this before but korea Mm. like i you you guys know i'm korean okay i love korea you're you're korean i know it's shocking i had no idea um (laughs) but it's like i love korea and like i love korean culture but like it is a fucked up society Mm. okay i will not even like there is no other way to describe it okay Mm. lowest 
uh, well, the lowest birth rate, I think, in the world or yeah, OECD I think it's, nations. I think it's really low, yeah. And it's, ov- it's not for a good reason. It's not yeah. like they're like, oh, we should just like, you know, care about the environment. It's because it's so hard to live there. Yeah. And people just are struggling. So they're not having babies. Yeah. And they have the highest suicide suicide rate amongst OECD nations. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's so, there's so many issues. And um, what was what was I going with this? Where was I going with You're this? You're just talking about like the things you liked about Korea and then the, like, the <laughs> things, how like there's a lot of fucked up things going on exactly. there. Exactly. And like, oh yeah, to me, what's extra sad about this story? It's like, mm-hmm. I was so sad. I was like, oh my God. Like, I just feel so bad for him mm-hmm. because it's like, he, um, like I was seeing, like I was watching interviews of him like eight months ago. And you know, of course, like, you know, you'd you never know what people are going through yeah. based on how they're acting, but like everything seemed fine with him. Right. It's mm-hmm. not like, it's not like he was necessarily known for having depression or suicidal thoughts before. Yeah. And it seems, it really does seem that I'm almost certain that it was this, this entire situation right. that drove him to do what he did. So it's like, again, it's still sad. Of course, like yeah. tragic when people, you know, commit suicide through years of depression and all that stuff. That's mm. also fucking sad. But it's like, imagine like one thing that happens like this, you get targeted or something. Mm. And then for months you're hounded and then you feel like you have no other way out, but you to have like, no escape. Exactly. Yeah. And this only, ha- I think it started in October, yeah. which is like only like less than three months. It's crazy. And it's like, your life's over. It's so sad. That is really sad. Oh, anyway, that happened. Um, yeah. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think this is all conspiracy? I don't think so. Do you think that they're, well, we'll, you know, we'll see if anything comes out. They were, they were saying about like the <clears throat> majority, or not majority, yeah. but a large, a large part of the Korean public are seeing through this though. Yeah. And like, you know, if him and his wife, like the president and his wife are, you know, doing all of these political scandals mm-hmm. and things like there might be, maybe we will see some retribution. I don't know. They have so much power. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I also saw this one um, comment. So again, like do the, do the research here. Yeah. Um, the police is run under ministry of interior and safety. And the current minister is Lee Sang-min, who is the cabinet of president Yoon, president Yoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, so police that shows police and, um, president have ties mm-hmm. here the president definitely has control over the police you are delusional if you deny this the police also leaked information to kbs which is owned by the korean government as with this so kbs which is like a media outlet okay. they have released all kinds of shit okay yeah. on this the scandal and their ceo is a pr- appointed by the president mm. the kbs ceo kim was appointed by moon in t- 2021 which is i think an um Let's see. Moon Jae-in. I think that was a different president. Then after President Yoon was elected in 2022, um, Kim um, Kim was dismissed from the CEO position. Oh, interesting. So they had a different president mm. in this media or a different CEO mm. in KBS uh, that was appointed by a different a previous president. Yeah. And then after President Yoon was elected. He appointed someone else. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so he controls the police and the media. Yep. Yeah, and this Kim... Um, after this, he appointed a new CEO. Mm. Um, that was September uh, 2023. And guess when the investigations on Lee Sung Yoon and G Dragon started and the police started leaking information to the media? October 2023. Not that hard to figure out what's going on. Use your brain. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, it's all tied together. Yeah. And so I like, I do feel like that's probably what happened. Like he, he was targeted. Yeah. And. So Aww. sad. I'm so sad. Ugh. 
Anyways, so that happened. Mm. Obviously, very devastating. Yeah. Um, things need to change in Korea for sure. Oh, yeah. That's, I don't know that's how. Crazy. I don't know where. I don't know what. But it's got to change. Mm. All right. Um, one thing. One comment I was gonna make. Mm. You know, you mentioned about the. Um, this is a little bit sidetracked, but you know how you mentioned yeah. about the birth rate being really, really low in Korea. Yes. <laughs> I watched. Uh, it was came up on my TikTok, and you remember that guy, um, Jordan Peterson. Oh, we love him. Yes. So <laughs> he was, sarcastic, he was on a podcast with this guy. And honestly, these like podcast snippets that are on like TikTok. And yeah. Stuff, some of them make me so angry. Like they're just like these guys that are like bros, like yeah. having a conversation that like literally like makes you want to die, makes you want to die and be like, are people actually believing this? And they are. What did he say? So he said he was talking about like North America and he was like, they were talking about the North American birth rates falling. Okay. And he goes, you know, it's because, um, women are working. Women, women have been lied to. He's like, they've been told three lies in their life. Oh. And he goes, hey, this is what he says. The most important thing in your life is your career. The second lie is the most important thing in your life is your career. What the f- and, then, and then he goes, the third one is the most important thing in your life is your career. He's like, is he trying we, to be funny? I don't know. No, uh-huh. he, was, he was like dead serious. And the, he was like basically insinuating the fact that like, because women are working yeah. and have careers that the birth rate is declining. And it's like, well, hang on a second. And I, like, luckily, I mean, that is partially it, but that yeah. doesn't mean it's a lot. And you continue. But there's there's so many other factors. There's right? like so many factors. Part of the thing is, is like in the past, like you didn't need to have both people working. It was easier to exactly. raise children financially. Now it's so fucking like in a society that he supports, by the way, in an economic system that he is not against. Exactly. Which is capitalism. Exactly. Pro capitalist all the way. And yet you're the one saying like, why do you think women are working? Why exactly. do you think women feel the need to only work? Well, exactly. That's, that's the thing that you need to push on. And it's, it's annoying because if I was on that podcast with oh. him, I would have challenged him and said, okay, well, you're saying the problem is women working. Why do you think women are working? Yeah. Why do you think that we need to have, for example, the average household has a man and a woman working or men and men and yeah. women and women, whatever. Both parties are working. Why do you think that is? Because it's so fucking expensive. Uh-huh. I saw this like other breakdown before we go into the next story. Yeah which I found really, really interesting. And they were talking about how, you know, you see all those graphs about how like the cost of living has gone up exponentially Mm. versus wages have kind of been stagnant over like quite a few, quite like 40 years or something crazy. And it was really interesting because this guy, he was like an economist and he was breaking it down and he was like, look, it's really interesting because we're hit, we've hit like a breaking point almost because he's like, when that first started happening, families were okay. Right. Yeah. When they first started to ha- get that gap. And then as the gap increased, the way that society responded then at that time is now, okay, well now we need women in the workforce. Mm. So women started going and working as well, or you need both. Basically you'd need both partners you to be working. Incomes. Exactly. And then he's like getting into like the nineties and you know, that worked for a while where you could have both pe- people working yeah. and that was fine and people were okay. And then he's like, but then it continued to get more expensive. Yeah. yeah. So then he's like and now we're in this age where actually people are covering this gap between income and cost of living with credit card debt Mm. with you know he's like we're at like the consumers are at this obscene level of debt because they've been bridging this gap first with having two people working then maybe both people working more jobs like having more jobs and then when that still doesn't cut it then they start racking up credit yeah and he's like we're at this point now where it's like there's nothing else that people can do exactly and what it's just so stupid. Again, it's it's the society, it's the economic system that he supports that created this mm-hmm. issue that everybody needs to work, yeah. right? So that's one factor. Yeah. Second factor is that, you know, maybe for some women, uh, this is the better deal. Because yeah. the thing is, if I have to rely on a man for financial, uh, for finances, mm. then that 
leaves me very vulnerable. This is this is such a good point, Rose. In the comment, I'm so happy people were writing in the comment yes. section because they were saying they were saying when this guy was saying this stuff, they're like, "Well, hang on a second. You know, we've been taught as women over these years that number one, men are unfaithful. Yeah. Your, your partners can be unfaithful. Um, relying on somebody for for all of your support and finances is a very very vulnerable place to put yes. yourself. And actually, like we've seen, divorce rates have gone through the roof, and there's reasoning for that. Yeah. And it's like if 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 half of more than half the marriages end up in divorce anyway. Imagine you spent twenty years relying on someone financially. Exactly. You get divorced. You've been out of the career space, and you have to start over. And you can't even guarantee, you know, that you're gonna get a certain alimony. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. I guarantee you also that he is not for women. Get, like, are you okay with every single divorce situation, the woman getting half or whatever, you know, for the rest mm-hmm. of her life? Like, is that the system that you're okay with? Yeah. It's like. What do you think? What like, what do you want women to do? It's like f- fully rely on men for the rest of our fucking lives yeah. as we take care of their children and fucking play housewife the entire time while they're like cheating and doing exactly. whatever the fuck they want. It's like so no, fucked up. Like mm. this man, I, oh, I know his popularity just boils my blood. All right, I continuing know. on, I have another point. Okay, about Jordan Peterson. Well, about this whole like women work. Okay, there's so many issues. Okay, <laughs> so many issues. Um, first of all, uh. What <laughs> what is wrong with women choosing not to have children? First of all, yeah. Okay, there's enough people on this planet. We do not need more and more children running around, okay? That's just your weird like sense of what you think the world should look like. Yeah. Okay? Everyone should have individual freedom to decide to have kids or not. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people including men and women, don't want to have children. Exactly. And th- what is wrong with that? It's yeah. these people it pisses me off because they're always, again, they're always like harping on about freedom mm. and personal freedom, freedom, freedom. Yet when people don't want to have kids, they're like, oh, not freedom, which is like literally like, I'm sorry, but when you have kids, you will not be free. Exactly. Well, this, this is the thing I love about someone. I don't love it, but the, just the hypocrisy. Like, honestly, I, I and like also his, his daughter works. Yeah. His daughter has like his, her own business. What the fuck? Yeah. It was. What do you think she should do? Mm-hmm. Like. Is it okay because she has a child and has a business? And that's another fucking factor, okay? Mm. Because if you have kids and you have a career, which I'm sure maybe he'll be like, okay, that's fine. As long as you have kids, you can still have a career. Yeah. Um, if you have kids and you have a career, guess what's what's going to happen? Do you think the man is going to be taking half the responsibility of the child? Uh, almost certainly not, no. especially in the world that you live in. You want the woman to be the main caregiver of the child. Plus, she's going to have a career on top of that. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's not like it's like it's a, it's a 50-50 situation at this mm. moment, right? Most relationships still the women are doing the majority of the work and raising the child yeah and that's the expectation like if a man is out there like oh i remember like somebody was commenting about uh, do you know casey neistat no so he is like he was like a really famous youtuber like oh, a daily he, vlogger was yes. he like a photographer by trade or something i think so yeah, yeah he yeah. was like he was like older like in his yeah, 40s yeah, yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, he I know lived in like new york and he yes. did daily vlogging yeah. for years i remember so now and then he i guess he was on a podcast i didn't listen to this podcast but mm. there was a part of the podcast where he was like um, talking about like, cause he had a, he had a baby when he was like 15 or something. Yeah. And then like, and he was talking about that. And then he was talking about all the sacrifices he made to like, you know, become successful. And he like mm. moved here and moved there and all this stuff. And the woman that was like doing the TikTok, she was like, she was like the entire time I was wondering, 
where's the child? Yeah. Right. Because it's like, and you know, and again, it's not nothing but bad to say about Casey Neistat, but it's like, yeah. it's the way that our society is right. If you, if he was a woman on that podcast and said, I had a baby at 15 and then started going on about how he moved here and here and here, you'd be asking, what about the baby? How did yeah. you raise, raise a baby the whole time? Because we know by default hit the, the mother of his baby yeah. was the one watching the baby. Well, it's that's like, how he was able to go out and live his dreams. Exactly. Well, and that's, that's, that's why when you, you often see like interviews with like uh, execs and mm-hmm. stuff, right? If it's a female CEO and stuff, they're going to ask you how you balance. Exactly. They'll never, for the male CEOs, they'll ask them like topical questions. They'll be like, Oh, like how have you, you know, what's been your career journey? Mm-hmm. What's been your trajectory? Blah, blah, blah. And then if it's like Rose is a CEO, yeah. they'll be like, so how, how is your husband and kids, you know, how are they coping? How are with, they coping yeah. with you being CEO and, and running this company? It's like, what does that have to do with this? Like, yeah, it took it took two people to make this baby. Exactly. Uh, so that's another factor. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, okay, yeah, this is why women, some women, mm. they feel that they don't have a choice between career or they have to choose between, between cre- career and having a baby. Yeah. And right now in this environment where you like everyone has to really be working yeah. unless you marry a millionaire who's going to cheat on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then like you, sometimes you have to make one choice. Like you have to make the choice of career. Yeah. Like you can't have a baby because the woman is expected to take care of the baby. Mm. So you are sacrificing your career if you have a baby. Fuck you, Jordan Peterson. Yes. Okay. And I, maybe your wife should, or your daughter should stay at home as well and not work. <laughs> and just take care of the baby. Maybe yeah. that's the, maybe the, that's maybe what that's you the want. Solution. Oh, I hate, I hate, I hate. Anyway, more devastating news. Oh, God. This family breaks my heart. I know. It's so sad. It is so sad. So I'm sure you guys have heard, uh, but basically, uh, you guys know last year, I think it was last year, Aaron Carter, uh, big uh, child. Child star. Child star. Yeah. Passed away. And I can't. I, yeah, I don't know exactly the circumstances on his death. Do you want to just like can we? Yeah, just can you Google it? it? Yeah. yeah, hold on. I'll just because like I remember, I can't remember if it was drug related or if it was like a suicide or something. I don't think it was suicide. Yeah. Um, I think it was still accidental. Yeah, hold like on. it was like maybe accidentally like. Let's see. So it was okay. So his cause of death was attributed to drowning after inhaling difluoroethane. I don't know this and taking alprazolam, the generic form of brand name Xanax. Mm. So I guess he was taking Xanax and then he was in the the tub yeah. and um, he was incapac- incapacitated while in the bathtub due to the effects of the, of drug. the drugs he yeah. took. So essentially, again, like we discussed, it's like yeah. we don't we don't actually know if it was the actual drug itself. Yeah. It sounds like because he took the drug, he passed out. And when you're in a bathtub, that's a very dangerous situation. Yeah. So he drowned. Because don't of do that. drugs in like hot tubs guys, or do bathtubs. Not, guys, pools. seriously, do not. Yeah. If you're going to do, if you're going to drink or do something, do not do it alone. Yes. Okay. That's another thing. That's too. another big, huge factor. At least like have people around you. But yeah, yeah don't do like especially harder drugs or But I think, I think the issue is like a lot of these people like Aaron and he I know had like many issues for Ma- years. But, like think about Matthew yeah. Perry as well. They they had addiction problems. Exactly. Right? So, so they don't actually, you know, yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely an issue. Yeah. So he died, I think, last year. Yeah. And recently, oh, my God, like his sister, um, Bobby Jean Carter. Mm hmm passed away on uh yeah just a few days ago yeah and um i think she was like yeah his older sister i guess Mm. and her the circumstances of her death are not known yeah but she also has been known to struggle with substance abuse yeah 
this whole family, and, and the sad part is they also had a sister. He had another sister that passed away yeah. years ago. I think her name was Leslie or something. Yeah, because I remember when they had, the, remember that show? They had the House of Carters. Yes. And I remember because she was in it. Nick, right. Nick, Nick was in it, who's obviously famous from the Backstreet Boys. Uh-huh. And then um, Aaron was in it as well. And I remember there was so much turbulence. And they, I think I think Aaron talked about his sister, like the older sister or whatever. Oh, was this after she had passed? Yeah, I think okay. that she had like, and it was like kind of like, yeah, it was just really it's sad. So that's three of your kids. Can you imagine the no. parent? I, d- guys, I mean, bearing one child is hard enough. Like yeah. I th- three children. I think it's also like this should, and I'm not saying this is the case always, but I think it just serves as a reminder. Like you know, when I was younger, or people are younger, they're like, oh, I really want to be a celebrity, and like I want to yeah. be in the limelight and doing all these things. It just shows you that like there's a lot that goes on that's mm. not cracked up to because you know a lot of these celebrities like they do have like substance abuse problems, so problems. or you know all this kind of stuff because you're it, it, you're catapulted into this light that you know can be good well good positive can be negative yeah. can be all this different stuff but you're impacted by it on a daily basis yeah and you know it's it's just so sad it's yeah really we sad. don't know like all the details obviously mm. but i mean it could be it could be a lot of things mm. but uh yeah i just like oh god i just cannot i can't imagine like mm. and like well it seems like nick carter because nick carter also had some issues i don't know if he was substance he was using much substances mm. but i remember there was like some moments like after the initial success of backstreet boys yeah and then i remember yeah i, I, I never watched house of carter yeah. but i think like like there was definitely a lot of fighting going on. It looked turbulent. It probably was for the show as well, but yeah, there was a very, it was definitely a tumultuous. Yeah. And, but I think he kind of like, he got married and had kids and he kind of cleaned himself up and right. he seems to living at whatever. I mean, who knows? Right. But it's, it, it's interesting. Cause I watched, there's a, there's a documentary on uh, Netflix about, mm. about Motley Crue and like Motley Crue's like rise to fame and all this Ooh. other stuff. Motley Crue. They're like a really famous band. Oh, I've never heard of them. What? Anyway. Are they older? Yeah, they're older. They're yeah. like from like the, I want to say like the sixties and seventies. Some of us weren't born in the 60s and 70s, Daniel. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> anyway, but like they, they, they became really famous. And one of the like, well, they all were like crazy, like in terms of like partying. And in the beginning, you see like the they're having fun partying and yeah. like, you know, sleeping with lots of girls and doing all this other stuff and just like being like kind of crazy. Mm. And then for one of them in particular, it becomes a really big problem. Right. And he becomes like a heroin junkie, basically. Ooh. And he's like trying to perform and all this stuff. And he's now I think he's sober for many years mm. now, but he got himself clean. Call him later. Sorry. That'd be a group group call. God no, damn. no, it's, it's my day. Oh, God damn. I don't know why it does this. I think it's because I have a number saved. Oh, uh, okay. I see. Um, but yeah, so like it's just it's yeah. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Uh, It'd be fine. But so it's so oh go, okay. go, go oh goddamn. We, we, we just want to read one last little thing about Bobby. Okay. So Bobby. So, so um during their investigation. They learned that Bobby was on probation for a cookie cocaine possession. However, um they sh- they had mentioned that she'd not been um, using any, or she had claimed that she'd not been using any narcotics since her release. Um, And no narcotics or paraphernalia was located in her room or bathroom. So they're not a hundred percent sure exactly what happened happened with her. Right. Yeah. So, but she was young, like, you know, 41. 41. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. Right guys. Our final story. We're ending on a somewhat happy note. Okay. Uh, well, do you know this story? No. You don't know this story? No. I think we talked about this. Okay. Did we? Gypsy Rose Blanchard released early from U.S. prison. Gypsy Rose was one of the most famous cases of Munchausen by proxy. She. You, do you not know this story? No. Oh, my God. Okay. Actually, maybe... You probably have heard refresh it. Refresh me. So, this is her mom. Yeah. Okay. So, essentially, 
uh gypsy rose is this girl right here yeah and she basically uh essentially i don't know i don't think she's the one that murdered her mom but i think she had uh she had her boyfriend do it or something right okay but basically her mom got murdered and later it found it it turns out she was involved mm. in the murder of her mom. Right. Turns out it's because her mom had Munchausen by proxy. Right. So if you guys don't know Munchausen by proxy, it's basically when you uh, take somebody else and you uh, act like they're caregiver, uh, act like they are sick. Yeah. You kind of fake their illness. And sometimes, in some cases, they make them sick. Exactly. In yeah. many cases, they make them sick by giving them some kind of poison. drugs or poison. Yeah. Make them sick, and then you act like their caregiver, and that makes you look I don't know whatever. Like there's many reasons. I'm it gives sure. you. I'm sure psychologically, it makes you feel wanted and it makes like you needed. feel needed. Yeah. And it makes you feel special because people think that you're like some you know angel Saint. and all that stuff. So yeah. her mom had major Munchausen by proxy. This gyp- gypsy rose person was like, uh, you know, basically from maybe when she was like a baby, she was mm. always treated like, oh, she was like, I shut all of these illnesses and she yeah. was sick and she was allergic to this and this and this. She was in like a wheelchair and she was like shaved and all all kinds of shit. Yeah. Right. It was it was fucked up. And so she found out eventually that she wasn't actually that sick Fuck. and that her mom was doing this to her and that's why she killed her. So this is why, and she ended up being sentenced to prison obviously because yeah. she murdered her mom and a lot of people that, you know, know about this case wanted her to be freed because it was kind of like they were saying, well, you know, you abused, uh, you were abused yeah. and like it was self-defense essentially. Yeah. So, but recently she, so basically a woman who conspired to kill her abusive mother in a case that gripped the U.S. has been released early from prison. Right. So Gypsy Rose, now 32, um, pleaded guilty to the second degree murder of D. Blanchard, D.D. Blanchard mm-hmm. in Missouri in 2015. She plotted with her boyfriend, Nicholas yep. uh, Godijan, to kill her mo- mother following years of abuse. He stabbed D.D. Blanchard to death with a knife her daughter gave him and the pair fled the scene. Mm. They were then arrested hundreds of miles away in Wisconsin, blah, blah, blah. He is serving a life sentence without parole. The case sparked intense media interest and spawned a number of documentary series and TV shows. Mm. And I guess she was released after having served seven years of a 10 year sentence. Um, and a lot of people are celebrating her release. Yeah. And yeah, so I guess, sorry, continue. I was going to say, well, it just says while in prison, she gave a number of interviews detailing her mother's abusive behavior mm-hmm. and a memoir um, she wrote while behind bars is due to be published this year. Oh, God. In January. Um, in January? Wow. Potentially. So basically, Dee Dee allegedly abused her daughter for years by convincing her that she was disabled and required medical support. Mm-hmm. She told people that Blanchard had multiple conditions, including epilepsy, vision impairments, and muscular uh, dystrophy. Mm-hmm. She received support from charities. So it's, uh, it, that was also another factor, right? They're receiving money um, and sought treatment from dozens of doctors, often portraying her daughter as younger than she actually is and subjecting her to unneeded medical treatments. She used a wheelchair, feeding tube and oxygen tank, even though she could walk and had no health issues. Oh, my God. So what do you think? Do you think she deserved to go to jail? What do we think, Daniel? Uh, (laughs) uh, um, This is a tough one. I think she still should have gone to jail. Yeah, I think the thing is, at the end of the day, she still killed somebody. Because the thing is, we, we could say this about everyone, right? Yeah. People fucking, um, they're abused. They might kill their, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. Like, I, I I think, and it's easier said than done because we're not in those situations, but I think like. And obviously yeah, I feel so fucking bad for it's, her. It's a, it's a terrible situation yeah. either way. But at the end of the day, like, you know, I just feel like death 
you know, killing somebody isn't necessarily the answer. And I feel like, you know, yeah, I can see why she did it. Maybe I think she should have a lesson sentence because she, you know, felt hopeless and Mm -hmm. felt like this was her only way out of this situation. And also Um, she can't think clearly because, you know, she's been abused all her life. And I think when you've dealt with that, Mm. you you don't think like a normal human, like you're not thinking logically like a normal person would. exactly it's like it's like those kids that like end up like you know locked in a basement for their whole life exactly. and stuff and they, they just don't develop normally right exactly they think differently than us um but i i, I do think like w- we as a society we've you know if you kill somebody there yeah regardless of how you do it there should be some form of consequence yeah you know like but yeah i don't know how it happened that she was released early maybe mm-hmm. it was like i don't maybe it was all of the public yeah. supporting her maybe it was I don't know, somebody that realized, okay, maybe she shouldn't be serving the entire sentence. Yeah. Um, Could have been that she was, you know, really good behavior. Good prison. Exactly. I mean, she doesn't have any other, like, it doesn't seem like she would be a threat. Like a repeat offender. Mm -hmm. But then someone could argue, like, if she's in an abusive relationship with her, with a future boyfriend, maybe she, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, who knows, right? um, It's a tough one. It's tough. Yeah. You know. Apparently she's married. She got married in prison. Well, this is a <laughs> this is a weird thing, guys. I don't understand. Somebody explain this to me, okay? But there's like a big movement, not movement, of people being very infatuated by prisoners. Yes, and like women <laughs> and men. Women usually. Yeah, well, it's primarily women. Yeah. But they'll send like letters, love letters. Yes. They'll get in relationships. They'll go for conjugal visits. Yeah. They'll fucking get married to like prisoners. So I think there's a higher chance of us getting married if we were in prison. Uh, <laughs> So you're saying we should commit a crime and then hope hope for the best. Rose, we all know I wouldn't survive in prison, okay? So that's not a that's not an option for me, okay? I feel like you're pretty tough. I feel like you could hold your own in prison, Rose. Well, I mean, I'd be in a women's prison. Yeah. I don't know how that works though. Yeah. I don't know if women's prisons are as nasty as men's prisons. I would probably assume not. Yeah, well, you never you know, know though. Men's is are disgusting, you oh, know. Damn. <laughs> I would, yeah, guys, we all know I would not survive in prison. Oh, God. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. God damn. Well, you know, well, I guess for her, it's a little different. Maybe somebody, because again, she's not like a sinister criminal. Yeah. Doesn't seem like. So whoever, you know, ended up marrying her, I don't mm. know. I don't exactly, I don't know at all the love story. I just know yeah. she has a husband, apparently. Um, he probably was like, oh, I feel bad for her. And like, maybe he like wrote her a letter because she. Mm. he was like, oh, like, I'm so sorry this happened. And then it like developed into a romance god damn damn, roses anyway it's quite interesting yeah so i guess that's a bit of a happier news Mm -hmm. i don't know a lot of people think that she shouldn't have been in prison in the first place and now she's released and she can live her life and you know like yeah there you go god damn well on that positive note as daniel's yawning i'm falling asleep it's time for bed (laughs) time for bed guys thank you so much for listening Mm -hmm. uh let me know let us know what you think of any of the stories yes leave them in the comments leave your thoughts in the comments god damn and make sure you uh check out our patreon Mm -hmm. patreon.com slash the savage podcast for exclusive content early Mm -hmm. episodes and add free, free content. Mm-hmm. What else, Daniels? And uh, if you are listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, don't forget to hit that follow because um, then you'll get updated as soon as a new episode goes yeah, live. Yeah, and give us a five-star rating. Yeah, five-star when review, guys. Chance. God damn. And make sure you follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. Yep. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, happy new year. Happy new year. Tell me your new year's resolutions. <laughs>